journey. This man fits the theme of the show. Uh, Mr. Mariel Shayok with us today. Great story. Um, a guy who's still currently working um, and doing his thing. And uh, we appreciate him taking time out of his of his workout plan and things like that to sort of uh, chop it up with us and share his story a little bit. And um, how you doing, man? How's everything? Well, well first, appreciate you having me. I'm great, man. All is well. Um, doing really well. Good. And when I got your name um, recommended to me, you know, we won't we won't talk about how long ago, but just sort of reading and, and hearing about your story and seeing um, what you've been through and, and all the things that you've been doing. Um, I think I'm pretty excited about this one. I think you have lots to share. Um, sure. What's a day in the life like for you right now? You know, we talked about you just finished your workout. So is it early morning, shoot, lift, stretch? Like where are we at? And and what's the off season look like for you? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this off season um, consists of a lot of rehab. So uh, in February, um, I had a, a sports hernia. Um, so at the end of my season mid-year. Um, so I've just been had surgery in March. So just been uh, trying to get back healthy. And I'm really super close up and trying live. So exciting times. I feel great. My body feels great. My mind, my mind's in a great space. So I'm excited. So yeah, I mean, right now I'm back home in uh, Ottawa, Canada, where I'm from. Uh, just pretty much just training every morning. Um, get up. I'm a super early guy. So I get up pretty early and uh, do my routine, do my yoga, my breathing, and just get ready for the day to try to win the day. So no, that's, that's just pretty much what's going on with me right now. Where did you learn about like breathing and yoga? Is that something that you implemented in yourself? Did you have a trainer or mentor or something? Because I think it's something that's super important and a lot of current. I mean, I'm an old head and I'm just a PE high school teacher coach and I do it right. So I was like, where did that get introduced to you? Um, I've, I've always, I've always, I've always been doing this. Um, but recently, I would say about August, I intentionally been doing it with, you know, getting to be more attention um, mm-hmm. and learning about my body and my mind more. Um, and that's just the benefits it's done for me, um, on, on and off the court has been great. So I'll continue to just kind of, you know, improve at that. Um, it's just helped me just, you know, stay level-headed, stay calm, um, uh, in high situations and low situations, try to keep my composure of my breathing. And I know my breathing is off, you know, try to get back into that space. So it's been really, it's really, really working for me. Sure. Mm. I'm smiling because you're doing it from an athlete's perspective. Are you a parent yet? No, I'm not. Nah. Okay. So I'm thinking I do it. So I don't freaking <laughs> lose it on my kid. <laughs> try to, yeah, try to no, stay in that moment. <laughs> for sure. It's for everyone. I mean, you know, for real. my breathing gets off a lot and just trying to get centered back into that, into that space where the calm is, uh, you know, it's essential for me at least. Nice. And we were just chopping it up here before we kind of started the episode. You've got an, an exciting, you know, showcase and event coming up and it'd be great if you could just let the listeners know about what's happening. And, uh, I think it's a, it's a pretty big honor for yourself and something I'm sure you're pretty excited about. For sure. It's first, first annual outcome or showcase. Um, it's a, it's a two day event, um, targeting like 11th and 12th graders here in the city. Um, this really first thought about it when I came home off in the season, um, obviously hurt from my surgery. So I had a lot more time on my hands and, uh, always wanted to do a camp, you know, for like a community out here in Ottawa. Um, and you know, this was just a perfect, perfect way to go, to go about it. I feel like just having this two day first day, the combine like feel. So I'm going to get over about a hundred kids. So, you know, be in front of coaches, um, and hopefully try to create their own luck, put them in positions to, you know, look good. And, um, again, the, the kids that have aspirations to play at the next level, that's what I'm truly doing it for. And, um, yeah, the next day will be a tournament consistent of the four teams that I chose. Um, and the whole, the whole thing will be at a, a fundraiser. So all the, all the proceeds will go back to these teams. So ultimately oh. just grow the game of basketball here in the city. Um, and then, you know, again, there's going to be pop-up events and local businesses are going to be able to, you know, have opportunities to partner 
uh, with me in here at the tournament so they can, you know, get, gain a fan base and a following too. We can all just win together. So that's really just wanting to get the community together here in Ottawa. And uh, again, just using the game of basketball, you're really just pushing it forward. So super excited for it. Respect, man. I, I kind of get makes the hair stand up on my arms. I appreciate and respect that, man. Good for you. No, I appreciate you. Uh, that's really dope, man. Um, what's the best way someone who um, maybe sees something out there in the media or listens to this episode, what's the best way that they can contact you or whoever's going to kind of be helping you um, so that they can get involved? Uh, so we just dropped the social media page for it. I actually just got back on social media. I was off the grid for, for a while. Uh, so no, I'm just going to be promoting it as best I can. Um, there's a website. Um, um, uh, also too so there's gonna be different ways to go about finding a ways to be involved and you know i'll be looking for talent out here in the city and and it's just the first the first year and i plan on doing it for the rest of my career and hopefully beyond so um if, if kids are not are able to attend this year hopefully to be able to attend next year and years to come so exciting times for sure for sure and all the people that are listening we'll make sure we get a link up and uh, you can follow and register and, and get involved that way and i say it all the time you know i'm I play at my university hoops in the early 2000s. I've been a high school teacher since. And, you know, I try to preach to the kids, but I think it's so important. We have some people like yourselves that are still highly involved in the actual playing of the game. Um, I think, and it's no knock. I just think sometimes when it comes from a younger perspective, kids connect to it a little bit more. They understand that maybe you're a little bit closer to the things that they're dealing with than I am, even though I try to stay current and fresh. And those are important things and nothing but good's going to come away. So kudos and props to you for doing that, man. Way to go. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I think it's really important for like, you know, the kids that are trying to play ball right now, um, at least for the city of Ottawa to be connected to the ones even before me, the guys that I watched, um, they inspired me too. So just having that connection and finding ways to, you know, be in a, be in one space where we can all connect and they can learn from, you know, the path they did it before them. Um, and, you know, again, just grow the game of ball, uh, whatever they want to do here. So uh, again, I'm just so excited, you know, for everybody involved. Oh, and let's do that, man. You talk about you talk about being a young guy and looking up to guys. Talk about yourself as a young kid, um, kind of where you came from, how you you know what Ottawa was like, and why basketball became the sport for you. Yeah, born and raised in Ottawa, Canada. Um, youngest of five siblings, basketball cool. family. My dad played uh, uh, basketball in the late eighties, early nineties at Dayton, Ohio, University of Dayton. Um, and yeah, so he moved to Canada. Um, essentially just sacrificed his playing career so, you know, he could have our family uh, come to Canada with him and, you know, and stay there and make it a home. So um, still basketball in us at an early age. Um, my sister played University of Detroit and my brother played at University of Kansas City, both played professionally too. Um, so that, those are those are my inspirations. Um, yeah, just growing up there, that's all I did. Basketball was my love and my passion, uh, just like it is now. And um, again, moved, got, got up to move out of, move out of Canada um, after my grade, after grade 11. I moved to Jersey Blair Academy, uh, where yeah. I, the prep school out there, which was really good for me. So I was able to, you know, um, gain a lot more exposure in, in America. Um, and coming from Canada as a, you know, a pretty good player, uh, I think going to the States, especially at that time, um, just kind of magnified that. So I was able to, you know, get a lot of offers and interest from different schools. And um, eventually what year is this? This is... Um, Sorry, I don't mean to date I, you. But... <laughs> I, left, I, left, I left Canada in 2000. In, in 12 which makes me feel old yeah <laughs> i left in high school yeah yeah get I left used in to high it school 2012 um okay. and it was just a great experience i've been i've been mm -hmm. i've been away ever since but uh yeah um committed to the university of virginia um and uh played first three years of there uh at the college level had a really good three years over there before i transferred uh to iowa state 
Um, so yeah, um, Ottawa has been it's my home. It's, it's the foundation, and I always love coming back and seeing this, my friends and family. And it's just it's a place, you know, it's a place I really want to be. For you sure, when I have time at least. Yeah. So what's the combo? Is it is it three brothers, two sisters, four brothers, one sister? What do we got at home? So the first three, uh, first three are, are girls, and then uh, my my brother's right above me. Oh, so you guys had yeah, to fight yeah. for yours, huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So where yeah, did more yeah. of the influence come from? Was it pops? Was it your siblings who you talked about? Was it a combo of it all? Like, did you just feel like because you spent your life just being around the game, there was like no choice, and you just jumped into it and loved it, or how did that how did that go for you? I mean, the game was always around me for sure. Um, definitely, I think I fell in love with it, like for real, for real, around like eight years old mm-hmm. when I realized I really, I really wanted to do this. Um, the inspiration came from everywhere. I mean, basketball junkie, really. Um, my brother is my favorite player growing up. Um, super tall, lanky, skilled guy who really taught me how to play. And, you know, I, I was living in a basketball neighborhood with, you know, a lot of good basketball players like Greg Carter that played at uh, Lakehead and had a really good career at CIS. Um, with like a brother to me too, I, I watched growing up and just guys around the city that may not, not may not, you know, uh, have, you know, names to the public or like, you know, be known to the public, but really inspired me at least. I was watching a lot, obviously along with just NBA as much as possible when I was younger growing up. So uh, basketball came from a lot of different inspirations. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and so like, I mean, you talk about grade 11, so your junior year, you're like 16 turning 17. How does one decide like, were you involved in the provincial teams or a club system in Ottawa? And you just thought, Hey, I need more of a challenge. Like, was there a connection down South? Why, why make that choice? I mean, you're not that old, so don't worry about it. But like, it's still, a, at, you know, in 2012, 13, that's kind of a rare thing still for someone to sort of leap down in their senior year, right? Like it's, it's happening, but not maybe as much as it is now. So how do you come to that decision and, and figure that out, especially being the youngest of five and, and sorting through all that? It was just a matter of time for me being the youngest. My brother, my brother did it. Um, he, I did. He okay. Moved to Chicago um, and played high school basketball there. Um, my sister went to University of Detroit. So like going to the states was just you know something that I had to do if I wanted to go to where I wanted to go. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, like even being in Ottawa, like, I played Team Canada, grade ten, grade eleven, mm-hmm. um, and they were really good for me. But like you know, just having constant you know university coaches uh, coming to my practices, coming to my games, is something I couldn't get in Ottawa at the time. Uh, so just moving to Jersey was great for me. And, I, and I'm glad I did. So I was really able to really grow up. First time living alone. I think living in a boarding school, you know, learning time management, learning how to be responsible. Um, and to just get to know different people from different walks of life, you know, people from all over the world go to that school. So it was just a great, great experience for me. I'm glad I did it. Um, you know, it helped shape me for who I am today, for sure. Mm-hmm. Boarding school, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you talk about time yeah, management. Really Hey. Majors and tackies and all, yeah. all types of <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, nah, no, nah, going to boarding school was great, man. For real. And obviously, you know, someone who's going to make that decision isn't likely going to a, a school that doesn't take athletics seriously, right? So, what were some of the things you noticed right off the bat when you stepped on campus? Um, was there was there a level that you hadn't seen? Did you feel like you fit in right away? How'd that go for you? Basketball wise or yeah, basketball wise. Yeah. Um, I mean, I felt right at home because I, I was I was already playing, you know, in America prior. You know, I was playing AU with um, summer basketball with uh, CIA Bounce. Mm-hmm. They were traveling. They were the number one team in Canada at the time. So we were traveling every weekend, going to you know different tournaments. And you know, I felt I was just only gaining confidence the more I played. You know, um, 
again, I just try to, you know, do as much as I can to control what I could, even at a young age, and let the chips fall where they, where they may. So um, I felt confident and going into Jersey. I, you know, I knew it would be a good situation for me, and I just wanted to come in there and just help the team as much as possible. It was a great, it was a great uh, you know, situation. The best part about this podcast is not everybody's had the opportunity to meet me and I haven't been able to meet you in person. But if you know me, you know I have the body of an Adonis. But I also like a cold beer. Head to Parkside, support our guys, find them in the local government stores, whatever you got to do. If you're at a pub or a bar locally, ask if they're on tap. Give them some love. Our guy Sam and the people there have been so good to us. We can't say enough. We hope to see you at Parkside. Yeah, obviously it worked out quite well for you. And as the chips started to sort of, you know, in that senior year, you're getting some interest. Your coaches are talking. I mean, we're talking Virginia, prime prime program. Like, how did, you know, were there some other schools? Was it always going to be Virginia? Like, how did how did you well, make that choice? I actually, uh, I actually committed and signed to Marquette initially. Um, my that. senior year, right before right before I started, uh, I, right before I started my senior year, or like a little like, and at the beginning of it, and um, but the coach I left, Buzz Williams, he had left the Virginia Tech at uh, the time of the tournament. So um, something I even forget I signed there, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, I, I was gonna go there. I was that was a school I thought was gonna be a good fit, but he had left and um, ended up going to Virginia uh, instead. So that's how I went about it. And but yeah, I had a, had a, had a good amount of schools, highly recruited. Um, a bunch of schools in the uh, Big East and the ACC, and um, yeah, it's a matter of you know where I felt like I was going to be comfortable, and uh, I was super confident, especially back then, just that no matter where I went, I was going to be all right. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I was a little bit more humble at the time, so I would have <laughs> probably maybe been more um, strategic about you know personnel fit and how my game would you know translate into these different other programs. But now UVA was a great place for me, honestly. Um, despite me even leaving, it was a good situation. I've definitely learned a lot and met a lot of great people. I'd like to just pause for station identification there for the young people listening to the youths out there. This is why this is why we need people like yourself. You just you just gave a huge reflection there, right? On I wish I was a little more humble so I could sort of piece it together a little bit more. So that's why it's important what you're doing. And you may be busy, man, on that weekend of your showcase. But if you get a chance to talk directly to two, three, five athletes. And answer a few questions. You're already helping grow the game, man. So that's super dope. Yeah, and, for sure. No, yeah, I definitely plan on having like a dialogue segment where not even myself, but also other pros out here in the city, you know, mm-hmm. they can just go back and forth and keep have a real conversation uh, with kids that, you know, may have may have a know-it-all mindset or may just seek and be seeking knowledge. Either or, um, they're going to be in the right place to just learn. Um, yeah. Gonna, yeah. And we've had like a variety of guests, right? And like some people that have gone to, you know, like Virginia, big school. And maybe, you know, upon reflection, maybe it was a little much or not the right fit. And some people kind of mid-major, you know, so it's like very interesting to hear everybody's sort of story. And once you get to Virginia, um, talk about that experience. I mean, at elite level program, making the tournament, like just sort of practices, games, like D, big time D1 hoops. Yeah, I mean, going to UVA, that was, that was, that was, that was great. I mean, we started off like, I don't think we lost a game until... To the end of January, so I was like, "Man, this is this is college. Like we were winning every game. It's easy. We're number, yeah, we're a number two team in the country. I was playing really well off the bench. We had a, a bunch of you know great older players that I you know got to look up to and learn from, like Malcolm Brogdon and Justin Anderson, and you know Mike Toby. Right, went to my high school, so we had that connection too. And 
get my peers, like the friends, the friends that I, you know, got to, you know, get close with, and they're still my friends to this day. So, um, UVA was great, man. It was, it was a lot more defense than I, I probably would have <laughs> known coming in, but it was like perfect for me because I got to become a better defender. Um, I got to really use my length and, you know, start taking more appreciation and start locking in on the other side of the end. So like, again, Virginia was, Virginia was definitely great for me. Um, no, nah, it was, it was, it was, it was great coming in that first year for sure. When you think about those times, like, is there a game that sticks out that was like wild or, I mean, you had, you had a couple nice tournament games. Let's not get it twisted, but is there one where you were like, what the heck just happened? Like, and I mean, you had to have seen it all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, uh, the one that sticks up to me was the leading game. We were up like almost 20, like 10 minutes left to go to the final four. Uh, my sophomore year against Syracuse and they upset it. They got hot. It was in Chicago. The momentum they had it was crazy. It was a real like March Madness show. You could feel it happening. Um, nothing we really could do about it. They're making every shot. And we had beat them pretty much every time in the ACC. So that was like an ACC team uh, mm-hmm. uh, matchup in that, in that Elite Eight. But uh, they definitely got the best of it. That's that's the one. That's the one that stings when I least think about the you know go back to think about Virginia. But also had a lot of great memories too in different wins. So no, it was it was a good experience for sure. And the goddamn zone, man. <laughs> Yo, that zone, man. That wasn't even a knockdown shooter then too. So it was like, yeah. Ah. So was what's the what, like from from you know me? Everybody's got opinions nowadays, right? People are gonna people are gonna hate just to hate. They're gonna comment just to comment. But you know you as a coach and former player, someone who's watching, I, you know, watch a lot of hoops and see Syracuse. And it's like, what is it about that zone? Is it like you talk about it? Is it more of that? Here goes that momentum. How do we get it back? Like, is it, you know, just finding the right spot, being able to knock down, you know, everybody says, Oh, you're going to make a couple of shots against the going, but it just, it seems like so unique, but it, and you know, it's coming, right. It's yeah. no secret. Yeah. So what, what yeah. like give some insight just for me, selfishly, forget everybody else. Like talk to me here, man. <laughs> I mean, I think they just they just make it uncomfortable. They they mm. they they're they're in different. They have a different zone that you know most teams are accustomed to. You don't play it often, so it's like almost like a it, it kind of catches you off guard, even though you prepare for it. Um, and they just they just kind of bait you to shoot a, a contested, you know, a late contest three from like you know the zone. It's a matter of just kind of breaking that zone and being aggressive. Um, when you're younger, you know, it's different. Um, come in like the mindset you come into that game and the confidence you come into that zone is different especially if you aren't like a lockdown shooter i was an all right shooter but i'm a way better shooter now you know so it's like someone who likes to create and come off the dribble um mm-hmm. it isn't like the most fun game for you because the game's slower and the spacing is not there so you really just gotta pick your pick your pick your spot and they just always like have the right dudes you know what i mean like the length yeah. in the right spots they got like a little yeah. shifty white point guard who could knock you yeah. know what i mean like it's just that combo of of all of it right it's crazy yeah no they, they recruit well it, it works for them it works for them now syracuse it's crazy growing up watching them and actually playing against them is just the real deal yeah um and so let's get into it i mean you, you make the tough choice after your junior year to leave virginia and then redshirt i mean Iowa State, you have a huge year, you know, 19-5, like you're, you know, you kill it. But like why or how or what was the what was the thought process there um about moving on and sort of and making that shift? For me, it was the fit. Um like mm. I said, like coming out of high school, I kinda, you know, you would kind of wish I would have did a little bit more of my due diligence as far as like how my style of play would, you know, fit with that team. Um I've always knew like how capable I was offensively and the freedom I thought what I had, you know. 
Uh, I feel like the things I could have done, um, I think I probably would have been more effective, you know. Now mm-hmm. UVA, the style of play, it's a lot more, you know, especially when I was there, it was a lot slower. The possessions are fewer. Um, it's a little bit, you don't really feel as, you know, free to take some of the shots that I know I can make at a consistent and efficient level. Um, but again, there's just, it's just a different style of play that, you know, not everyone feels comfortable in. Some guys do really well in there. And I did all right. I played, I had a really good year, really good years and, you know, was always a you know main part of the team. But, Mm-hmm. My feeling and how you know well I know I could play and where I wanted to go like going to the wanted to get drafted and go to the NBA like um, to do so I knew I had to be somewhere different where I could showcase you know my ability to you know play on both sides of the floor and you know help lead a team and have a bigger role and a consistent role where I could be free um, and leaving there was like you know decision I knew I had to make and I was comfortable and confident that you know the year to follow was was going to be the year for me. Interesting perspective. I, I think you're bang on. I mean, I think it's probably one of the biggest knocks with college basketball, right? Is sometimes, you know, you watch and it's like 15 to 18 at halftime. <laughs> you're like, I already yeah. coach bad high school basketball. I don't even, you know, cause it's just so, it's so structured and it's so X, O, B here, do that. It's very robotic, which I understand yeah. the coaches get paid to win games, but right. it's the NBA. I think in, since your time at Iowa state, like the freestyle play of the NBA is advanced so far, right? Like it's ball screen mismatch, you know, just play, you got a legal defense, no hand check. So whereas college, it's just like, so it, it is an interesting thought process that you had to go through. Cause you're right. Like if you're at Virginia and you finish your four years and your last year, you're like 10 and eight. Yeah. It's amazing as a, yeah. you know, the team does well and, you know, but like if for me personally, I didn't know, I couldn't, I, I didn't want to leave it on, leave it in someone else's hands or, you know what I mean? I wanted to go out, you know, without any regrets, never looking back, thinking that if I went somewhere else, I didn't want to, I wouldn't, I want to have that for the rest of my life, you know? So it was a no brainer for me. For sure. I love that church on a Monday, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. <laughs> my guy. I like Please it. I like it. You got that quiet confidence in you, man. I can tell just by your body language, how you carry yourself. I like it. Um, it doesn't come across but, as negative. It just kind of, you can see that it's like, listen, I'm going for it because not, I mean, let's be honest, how many men or women in their junior year would go, you know what, I'm going to go out of here, I'm going to red shirt and I'm going to have a senior year somewhere else. Like there's a lot of risk to that, right? With who yeah. knows what the reward might be, you know, would have been, but as you know, life is about stepping out of your comfort zone and making choices, going to New Jersey yeah. when you're in grade 12, when you don't think, and people are saying, oh, I'll just stay in Ottawa, da, 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 right? Making these choices. Yeah. So it's good, man. Good reflection. Yeah, I mean- no, for sure. I mean, as long as you control what you can um, and live with the results, I mean, I'm good with that, you know, for me at least. Um, Say less. Yeah, also being real with yourself, too. If you, the players that are maybe in that position that not might not feel comfortable with their team, mm-hmm. but aren't like doing the work, you know, to, you know, get what they want or what they, they feel like they deserve, you're just going to end up in the same situation somewhere else. You know, I knew I was going to leave. I had a year um, to just train and just, you know, sharpen my, sharpen my craft and, all my weaknesses and that's what I did religiously that year off I was just in the gym um, training every day two three times a day just trying to get right uh, waiting for my opportunity so um, as long as you feel at least have that similar mindset where you know you're gonna take it matters into your own hands like feel confident making any decision in case you didn't know our second sponsor ATO Basketball aka ATO B-Ball located directly at the Langley Event Center in British Columbia. This place has everything you need. I swear if you walk in and you're a hoop head, there's nothing you won't be able to find. Sale items, 
Jordan, Adidas, Puma, you name it. The brands are all there. Shoes, jerseys, retro, current, Vancouver Bandits. You can even get every basketball you name. Shout out to our boy Jeff at ATOB Ball for willing to be a sponsor to us. Go check them out. Check the store. Mention us. And who knows, you might find yourself lucky thanks to ATOB Ball. It's funny too, isn't it? Like sport and life are so similar, right? Like it's the same, you know, it, if you weren't a basketball player and you were had a different career, but you were just satisfied with sort of like you, you're in your job in your fifth year and you're thinking, I see myself differently. Can I move to upper management? Can I do this? Or you just sit at that desk and sort of work your nine to five, or do you take a risk and try to change, right? It's, they're very hand in hand. Um, right. I'm at that age of starting to realize that too, you know? Yeah. It definitely goes hand in hand, even just how you live on off the court, you know, your play um, on the court, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that it's a closer thing to, you know, people doing different jobs. Mm-hmm. You got to have your, you got to be right off the court, off, you know, off whatever your work, your, your personal life and your everyday life got to be right too. If you want to go places in your, your, your work life. Sheesh. Let's go. Why Iowa State? Um, well, they so so I, when I went there, I just wanted they 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 instilled that confidence in me that they they let me be free, you know. Mm. I mean, I went on the, when I when I went on my visit, um, in any school I was going to, that was like the mandatory. Like if, if I'm coming here, like as long as I you know, again putting work and I'm I'm locked in. Like I don't want to be held back, you know. I want I want you to feel my confidence in you know my work and my ability to you know play and help lead the team and help 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 win games and Coach Chrome, uh, God bless him, that he he had. He had, you know, he he kind of not gave me his word, but he, you know, he told me like, yo, if you, as long as you're, as long as you're working, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put, it's gonna give me the freedom to do myself, you know. That's all I could ask, and he, he definitely gave me the opportunity to be me. Um, definitely grateful, and yeah, I would say it was just, it was just, it was already written. I feel like you know, it was just part of, it was meant to happen, and it was just a great, a great year for me. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, the numbers say it all, and it's got to be a good feeling to. I mean, you did the work, right? So that the results showed that, but just to have it work out and sort of get that stress off your chest. And then, you know, you're that senior year and you're thinking NBA and how does, how do you start to shift your mentals there and sort of like get focused on, on draft time and figure that out? Uh, well, once we lost, I mean, I think I, I think I did a decent job of just staying present. My two years were there when I was there. All that off, you're just focusing on trying to get better. And that year, I was actually playing, which was focused on, you know, trying to get better and just trying to win, you know, as much as we win, as long as we're all winning, I think we'll stay relevant. And that's where my head was at. So I wasn't really thinking NBA until we lost. Um, <clears throat> we got upset in first round. Um, then immediately, but I was my focus on the next thing. And, you know, as I got prepared for that. I was just trying to, you know, get my body right, um, you know, extend my range and just, you know, just work on my craft and just, again, control what I had uh, during those few months before the draft. Um, I think it'd be a good, good job at that. And so what is that process like for you? Do you stay at your school? Do you go where you're comfortable back to Ottawa? Like who are the people you're leaning on to help you work out, train and, and sort of get yourself in your mind? Right. Uh, I went to LA. Um, so I was, I was staying in LA for a few months. I was working out with Chris Johnson, really good trainer out there. Um, and it was, just, it was the perfect guy. Cause he's, he's, he's super intense. He knows the game. He's showing up every day with the same energy locked in trying to, you know, 
uh, my my dreams reality. So that was obviously the grateful for that. You know, I could appreciate someone who wants to, you know, get me wants me to get better as much as I want to get better. So mm-hmm. it was a perfect match working with him. Um, got to learn just different, you know, NBA moves that you know could translate in different the way they play out there you know, at, at the next level and the speed, just different tips that I was learning every day. Um, and it was great for me to go out there for sure. How did you make that connection? Did you? Uh... Did you sort of do um, your own research? Yeah, it's like a I mean, my agent at the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my agent at the time set that up. But um, yeah. he's a really well-known trader. He's trading a lot of guys. And, you know, I think uh, Chris is the man. He, he was really good for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely improved my game. Yeah. And then sort of the, the process starts to get closer and closer. Did you like, did you work out for teams? Who'd you work out for? I mean, obviously the Sixers take you. I and then, out. Yeah. I, mean, I worked out for half the, half the league almost. Damn. You know, being, an older, being an older player in the draft, you know, you had to, wanted to have a lot of eyes on me. So I was just going in there trying to, you know, kill guys in the workouts um, and be in front of the most guys I could possibly be. So I worked out for maybe 13 teams. Um, so that was a grind, just traveling, workout, in yeah. workout, traveling, workout. <clears throat> it was it was definitely a grind, but, you know, you do it once. Um, I tried to stay present and enjoy it. It was, it was great for me and it helped. It helped my stop. Um, even though I had a really good year, still just, you know, you got to continue to just improve and improve that, you know, you're an NBA guy. So just going with different draft workouts with other guys, other draft prospects, mm-hmm. and, you know, play, outplaying them, you know, help, help them draft it. Pay attention, people. He said stay present multiple times here. So stay present. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I've listened to many podcasts of dudes who have talked about the draft process that, you know, that weren't necessarily going to be a lottery guy. It was like, they said the same thing, like the, up the, it was challenging, like just sort of, from city to city, when you get a call, you got to go and just sort of that grind of just like always having to be ready to get that workout in. Um, seems like it's pretty taxing, but it's just got to be done. And like you said, take a step back and think about where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm in an NBA facility working out, trying to make a team, which is, you know, let's make the best of it. No point in uh, in tripping over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't look at it, but even at the time, I didn't look at it as a bad thing. It's exactly where I wanted to be. Like, you know, go out there and play and show your NBA player is all I could really ask for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to do that. So you know, I was, it, was, it was right where I needed to be. And I'm glad I did it um, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you know, just talk a little bit about that and then sort of just the ability to bounce back and continue with a positive mind frame and think, always thinking next moves, think forward, you know, that um, that's when, you know, it goes from, all right, this is, this is D1, you know, that horn goes on that first round upset game. And now you're a pro, right? And you see what pro basketball is like pretty quick. So how did you able to, how were you able to work through all that and continue to strive? I mean, you're still such a young dude. You got so many more years ahead of you. Um, but at that time, um, you know, not being able to reach your ultimate goal. How do you, how does one work through that? Um, I mean, what do you mean by that question? Like, uh, even by not being able to reach my own goal. I mean, like, so like, you know, you made it to Philly. And then sort of like, you know, you're on your, and now you're currently playing for Maine, right? Are you still, are you signed with them? I'm going I'm to be a free agent this year. So okay. uh, no, I, I see what you mean. No, I yeah, mean, it was, so just it sort was, of those ups and downs, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the ups and yeah. downs. I mean, again, it's because of, of the basketball, you're being, being a basketball player uh, for mm-hmm. a lot of guys, you know, um, but for my ticket was a great year. And I played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get as much opportunity as I wanted. Um, just playing on a veteran team, um, mm-hmm. team that had really high expectations that, you know, didn't meet, didn't meet them. Um, but like, you know, I got to learn a lot. You know I mean? I learned a lot. Um, again, when I did play, I tried to play as hard as I could. And I did, I tried to get it, but I could control, you know, 
obviously I could learn. I learned from like, you know, something that I wish I could have done or, or things that I just didn't know as a rookie. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm just got to keep it rolling on to the next and how can I improve and, you know, as a basketball player and whatever situation I'm at, how can I make the most of it? It's on my head that you can't really dwell about, you know, um, where I want to be or where I was, you know what I mean? Because it's not going to really, you know, get me anywhere. Um, but again, I'm in a good, I'm in a, I'm in a great space and I'm having fun still playing basketball. Um, you know, it's my dream job and, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see this recovery because I feel like it's always just been like, you know, always been that, that way for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just a different route um, than, than some. And, you know, I'm cementing to what have it happen. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for it to come. Have you always had this mind frame? Like, is it a family thing? Did you learn it from siblings? Like, just sort of that ability to like, because not all, not, like a lot of people are glass half empty people, right? Not half full, right? So is it something you learned over time? Um, or are you just trying to brush me off? I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. It's very, it's very, it's very predominant in, in, in how you speak, man. And it's clearly part of your mindset. And we talked about meditation, breathing right off the start. So I'm just curious. It's not everyone has that. Um, it's something I've always, you know, I've always tried to do and maybe didn't know how to do it or do it at a, an effective way, effective, like, you know, rate. Um, but I've gotten better at it as I, you know, age and matured as a you know a basketball player and like a, as a man you know um and just going through like hardships like yeah you know not being in the nba isn't you know what, what i wanted you know what i mean like but mm-hmm. feeling those feelings and you know kind of just looking yourself in the mirror um and you know trying to see like what's really going on and how could i improve is what like i try to you know get myself back into that space but um i mean i kind of you know just really try to get better at this at this, at this way of thinking and this way of living um, and I still am trying to continually improve. You know, I've definitely made, you know, some great strides, especially in this past year. Um, um, this past year was huge for me. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I think I always have room for improvement and, you know, I'm excited for what's to come. Nice. Um, did you get a chance to meet Prosper Karangwa yeah. with the Sixers? No, I, uh, I don't He's think in so. the office there. Now, okay. Uh, he's a he's a CJEP guy. He played uh, he played out in Montreal and then went to Siena oh, yeah? and then he's yeah he's he's in the uh, with the Sixers. I was just curious, but nice. um, yeah. So you, it wasn't always G League though, man. You went overseas. Like, what was that like? You know, you mean you talked about being off the grid. Maine is not as off the grid as as Turkey is, right? But like, yeah. talk about those experiences and sort of um, after things with the Sixers. Is it like I'm going to take what I think is the best situation for me? financially, MBA-wise, bit of both. Again, decisions, decisions, right? Right. Now, you got to weigh in a lot of factors. Obviously, you want to, you know, make a make a living and, you know, help your family as much as possible, you know, mm-hmm. make, and make, and make financial, good financial decisions, you know what I mean? Um, is, you know, it's a factor you got to play and also just like where you want to be and who you want to, you know, what kind of player you want to be. Well, you know, if you want to be in the NBA, you want to go to season. Always going to be factors for a lot of players, um, but yeah, for me, like coming off the COVID year, so my rookie year was COVID, like the year stopped, which was interesting, you know what I mean? Damn, and made no doubt. Yeah, so when I, rookie I never year, even I thought of that. Yeah, yeah, so it, it shook up a lot of things, you know what I mean? Um, for a lot of people, you know, especially sure. coming into the next free agency, like guys taking different deals, taking minimum wages, it was just minimum, minimum, minimum deals. And it was just, you know, it changed, it was a trickle down effect and it affected pretty much everybody. Um, so I decided just to go to Turkey just because I wanted to, you know, still play at a high level and still play for my work. You know what I mean? I think I, at first year, I proved that, like, you know, I was a two-way and I proved that I, proved that I could, you know, dominate the G League and then wanted to, you know, 
wanted to experience something different to still continue to play for my work, you know. So that's what I ended up doing um, the first year. And it was a great first experience in Turkey. That I did a few months out there for mm-hmm. that 2021 season. And, you know, decided to go back the next year, which wasn't, you know, the best experience, but, you know, did learn a lot. Um, and, you know, it helped shape me from where I am today, you know, for sure. Because, you know, that, that was a really tough year for me, the past year, uh, uh, the 2022 season. Um, so, yeah, you know, getting, getting through that season, learning from that and, you know, taking myself and my confidence back up to be where I am now. It's like it all makes sense why I had to you know, go about that um, the way it did. Was it like a coach just sort of not getting the minutes you want? Like, were they bringing in dudes over you? Just sort of never really got in the mix? Like, and then yeah, it, I mean, it, it must be hard. That's the dark side of it, right? Is you're over in Turkey and then, you know, you're different language, different country, different foods, all these new things, plus your careers to play ball. And it's, it's frustrating for you. So there's a lot, there's a lot of things that you have to like maintain a level head on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I mean, a lot of it, the frustrating part was, you know, you know, the it was a variety of things. I was doing a lot of personal stuff too, but like, sure. um, more so like the, like, well, I signed to a different coach, like off rip, it was kind of, things got kind of tricky, you know, mm-hmm. um, was considering just staying in the NBA, had a really good year, getting interest, interest, but the way they go about it in, you know, Euro league, they, they pretty much want to know if you're going to come to the team around like early June, where the NBA season at the time, because it was running late, didn't even finish till like, almost July. So it was like, I mm-hmm. had to make a decision in like two days where I wanted to take, you know, this situation or, you know, wait it out and see what happens. And the situation presented to me was, you know, it sounded great. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be able to be free. Um, the style of play was going to match my style of play. And financially it was great. So it was like, maybe I could just do another year, dominate, you know, dominate. But I, I felt like I was going to do going into your league and, uh, you know, hopefully come back to the NBA. Um, but, you know, the coach had left like a month after I signed and I, you know, was in a different situation. You know what I mean? Um, and the style of play, the, you know, the energy there just wasn't like, it wasn't like a match for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wasn't, I really, truly never felt like it was super comfortable. And mm-hmm. then like I was a lot more younger, you know, maturity wise. Um, so like, you know, I wasn't as, um, you know, strong mentally to get through that or at least prepared mentally to go through like those ups and downs over there in Europe. Um, so yeah, like I, it was, it was just quite the experience. You know I mean? Yeah, no doubt. And that, that wraps up. And I always, I think maybe I'm trying to delete it from my brain, but I always forget about the COVID and just the impact. I mean, even in youth sport, like we have a couple of good players from our high school team this year. And it's like a lot of these teams have, you know, in youth sport in Canada have 24, 25 year old dudes because there's been this delay. Right. And like, it's like, so it's really shaken down a lot of different things. Um, and then obviously you come to Maine, have some big games, do some big things. And now we're, we're living the free agent life. Is there any, any insider info like you want to give hoops journey here or what, man? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, even get, but no, Maine was, I mean, Maine was like a perfect situation for me. Cause I was about to be able to show myself, you know, nice show the world who I was again. You know what I mean? I got, you know, coming into this year, you know, um, got to really just lock in on how I wanted to approach it, get my, the main thing was just trying to get mentally just strong. So, you know, go through the ups and downs of any situation. Um, and I think I went, came into the season, you know, feeling good. My body was coming off of, I was injured also out in Turkey too. So I missed like half that year too. Mm. For the first time, like not playing basketball. So like just coming through all that type of stuff, wanted to make sure there was no, like, nothing was going to stop me this year, whether it was mentally or physically. And it showed on the court. Um, probably had like my best playing, you know, year on the court um, before I got hurt. And, uh, I mean, what's to come now is the World Cup. I got the World Cup in August. 
Um, nice. I think that's going to be a great opportunity for me to sh- you know, show everybody I'm still healthy. Um, mm-hmm. And on both stages, just show who I am again. You know what I mean? And I'm excited for that opportunity to play you know, for my, for my native country, South Sudan. And I think we're going to make a surprise a lot of people. Uh, I think we, our, our team's going to surprise a lot of people. You know, they're already a really good team. Um, you know, so actually my high school connections there, you know, the Wild Ding is a, you know, the president of that team. He went to Blair Academy. My high school coach was there. Head coach went to Blair Academy. So it's going to be a real, you know, family, family vibe there. Um, Amazing. And I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. So I'm excited for that. Um, so yeah, that'll be that's, in August. That's dope. And so what, what do they do there? Is it like train and then get together kind of a week or two before the event and sort of get some stuff in and, you know, they're sending you film and things right now, but you know, a couple of weeks of practice before. Yeah, that would pretty much be a training yeah. camp before the exhibition games, and then you just play. Nice, that'll be dope, man. Well, dang, yeah, that's cool. He's the president, did you say? Of, of the of the of the team, so he started yeah. like the, uh, the uh the basketball program uh, that we have for our country, and he's been doing great things. Man, he's the man. He's, Seems like an amazing uh, guy. Oh, he definitely is. He's pushed the game, you know, forward for sure. Um, in Africa and South Sudan, and. For me, he's been, you know, someone to look up to since I was a kid. So, you know, the walls, the walls, the man. How much pride is that, getting to wear that jersey? Uh, it's everything. I mean, I played, you know, playing Team Canada. Yeah. And that's obviously prideful. Um, you know, I'm Canadian, born here. So, there's that connection. But, like, playing for my native country, um, you know, my, my, my peoples, uh, mm-hmm. my parents. It's something that they can, they can really feel, feel proud of. You know, that country, even going through the stuff that they're going through right now. It could just it could be, be a light, you know what I mean? for the people back home so I'm excited nice well we wish you luck in that thank you don't sleep people don't sleep All right, let's do some let's do some kind of fun questions we'll get on your way yeah alright cool if you're a basketball player out there in the lower mainland or uh, BC in general and you're looking for somewhere to play we have a proud sponsor and that is PGC Hoops you can find them at pgchoops.ca And the thing that makes them unique and that we're proud to sponsor them and then be a sponsor of us is it's a true nonprofit basketball organization found in the east side of Vancouver. The mission is cost-effective elite basketball for all. Find the website, take a look, register your kids, register yourself, look for the programs. And if you have any questions, reach out to me and we can contact you with the right people. This is a good program for the right reasons. We appreciate you, PGC Basketball. Did you read the email? Yeah, I skimmed through it. Nice I skimmed through it. But I really wanted to answer freely. I didn't want to... I didn't wanna, uh, <laughs> nice twist. I didn't this wanna... guy's smart, man. Hey, He's man. smart, yeah. He's You're going to ask yeah. me if I like ketchup on my macaroni, right? <laughs> I, I skimmed Let's... through it a little bit. Okay, and? I catch him on macaroni when I was younger. Now yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, when I'm done. Offside, right? You grown ass man. Ketchup, 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 ketchup is, you know, for fries, I feel like it's getting, it's getting like a little, like, you know, because of, because like the size of Chipotle mayo and garlic aioli, like, ketchup is like a dying weed, you know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate a good ketchup, but not on my macaroni. <laughs> not on my macaroni. Oh, it's a dying breed. <laughs> you know what? You ain't wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's a good yeah, twist. You're right. It is. Yeah, you go to a restaurant now, there's like five options other than ketchup <laughs> for your fries. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. That's facts. All right, all right. Um, books or movies? Books or movies? Yeah, like if you had to choose, what do you prefer? Ooh, man. Both? I feel like if I say both for sure. 
Okay. Now, definitely both. Before, when I was younger, movies. But okay. I don't, I've, I've definitely read more books than I've watched movies in the past year. Okay. Close. So, is there a read? Is there a read or two that stands out to you that you might suggest to the listeners that you think would be? And it doesn't matter what it can be anything. Whatever you like to read it doesn't have to be. But if it is sports related, but uh, sports related, this is kind of like this is life related. Five AM Club, Robin Sharma. Thing okay. Robin Sharma. Yep. Great, great book. Um, he that, saw that book actually that that book was like super. It touched my touched my touched me personally just because it's helped shape like I wanted to start my day. You know, taking care mm-hmm. of the front of my day. You know, so that's you know, they can take care of itself. It's like you know, kind of like the you know just that book and that's you know I've been locked in since I read that book. My mornings have changed and my my everyday has changed and also my life has changed. So that book is definitely what I would recommend. What time's bedtime though? To me? Yeah. Um nowadays, well summertime, we'll see. Eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. I'm not I'm not really up late unless yeah. like I'm doing something. Yeah. Um back when I used to watch T V and shows and lose a lot, like I'd catch yourself binging Get and lost up in late. It. When I had social media, like I just got it back literally yesterday, but like um, uh, before I just scrolled and I was up, you know, but I didn't have much things to just keep me up. I was, you know, getting up early and getting tired late, so go to bed pretty early. So you went off, off the radar, man. You dumped social media oh, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. it. I just had to clear the mind or what? Yeah, I needed to get clear the mind, the distractions, um, all the stuff that comes with it. It's crazy. Um, I think you know, I was able to get back to my, my true self after you know, going off social media since like, uh, since, since the beginning of September, um, till like, you know, the other day, till yesterday, actually, well, Sunday, yeah, Sunday, yesterday, yeah. And how'd that feel? Was it good? At first it was like withdrawal, you know, I'm yeah. just like, picking up my phone, For real? Scrolling, like, nothing's there. Um, just trying to find different things to do, like with hours on that thing, you know, Instagram, you know, Twitter, Snapchat. I was just, I was consumed by it a lot, you know, just to scroll in the, you know, whatever, but that was great for me, man. I finally, I got, I got, I got over that part, the withdrawal part, and just, you know, started just trying to figure out what I would actually do and like, and what do I enjoy and what do I want to do. And then, you know, as time goes on, like I was just living a different life. Imagine being like 13 to 17 right now. Like what, <laughs> yeah. like think about how goofy you were, right? Like, yeah. And then you get that thing in your hand and it's like, and I'm just as guilty. I, I feel you. Like you're making me feel guilty. Right. Like I, I thought I was big time when I got rid of Facebook because Facebook's just for old people now. Right. But <laughs> it's true. You yeah. get like, you can literally get lost for an hour with, when not even blink, you know, nah, we, were, for real. we were laughing about like during the playoffs, we have a group chat and we're like, who's actually watched a full NBA game without commenting on the chat about something, you know? Right. I'm like, I have my phone wow. with me every, I'm not engaged in the game. I'm like, I'm waiting for someone to make a comment. It's interesting. I like yeah, that. Though. I noticed that. I noticed that for sure. Just like how I could actually, I'm paying attention to whatever I'm watching or whatever I'm doing, like for a longer period of time, than, like without, you know, picking up my phone to, you know, scroll. Like, I'm actually watching TV shows the whole way through without yeah. stopping and scrolling on something or, you know, applying to something. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a more peaceful life for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, social media has become almost so necessary. You know what I mean? Like having this camp is what brought me back, but promoting it the right way um, is why I came back. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, it's going to be a good test trying to fall back into those, you know, those, those habits. Yeah. Well, the good part is you went through it and so you know what it's like on the other side. So if it becomes overwhelming, it won't be as hard to just exactly. walk away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 
you and four other players are, but it's, we're, we're on the blacktop here. So call your own, you know, first to 15 or whatever. Who, who are the four other players from where? your world well i mean you could you could do it like your favorite nba or you could just be like your people like your favorite teammates you know bring bro and sis i don't know it's up to you man it's up to you blacktop i'll just keep it yeah. i won't keep it nba blacktop i'll keep it ottawa actually never even better yes i'll keep it ottawa at my one i'm choosing greg carter um say a defensive player of the year maybe twice but people don't know about greg he's in high school, a lot of game, a lot of a lot of game that you know got kind of cleaned up for college, but like mm. a lot of game and a crazy competitor. I play Greg, say pass guy. Um, at the two, I'll I'll be the two. Uh, at the three, the three I would do. Matter of fact, at the two I would do Johnny Bernhain, out of you guys shooter. I'll let I'd be I he'd be the two. We had Johnny oh, on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be the two really good. That's shooter. what I thought. That's what I thought you were going to say was the two, and I was like, damn. Yeah. Man. Bump you to the yeah. three. I'm um, yeah. I'll, I'm just because I'm bigger, but I'm, I am a two. But because I'm bigger, I'll, I'll be the three. Um, and at the four, I would do um, my brother. Um, super nice and. Didn't play much in Canada, so a lot of people don't know, but super nice. That was my, that was my, that was my guy growing up. And then the five I do, um, Anthony McIntosh, another St. Pat's guy, great brother to me, super nice, Lakehead guy too. Um, that'd be my five, yeah. Now, when they were at Lakehead, is this like they playing for Scott Morrison? Yeah. Yeah. That's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good dude. Yeah. That's a hoops journey right there too. Um, yeah. Who have been some of the most important people in your life up to this point? My family, for sure. Um, like the reasons I talked about earlier, my dad, my mom, sacrifices they have, their work ethic. Um, yeah, no, for sure. My family, my aspiration, my people I take knowledge from, you know, my example. You have a few days, you feel like you're going to maybe break the diet, go to the <laughs> store, but you're in Canada, okay? Because you know there's options here that we don't have other places. So what bag of chips? What's the go-to bag of chips? And you can have a top three, too. It's your world. Just not even. Oh, a chip this is the first time he's. You're not. I'm not a chip. I'm more of a sweet guy. I'm not a chip guy. Okay. I'll eat chips once in a while. I'm not. A, I'm not a chip guy. Um, okay. So then pause that. What are we getting then? We we getting some Swedish berries, some sour patch. Not, not even a candy guy. More of like a pastry. Um, oh. But that's why, like, yeah, I'm not even eating. Not even, what that. I don't, I, mean, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. Let's pretend you're me, man. <laughs> I, I haven't been in Canada in 10 years to even eat a junk food like that. I would know like the top of my head anymore. Ketchup um, chips to go or no? Out. Ketchup chips are pretty good. I okay. might say. I haven't had some in years, but. All dressed? I do have some, they surprise me. Um, do you? Yeah. I like, I like that white cheddar popcorn. I think they have that in the too. Though. Smart food? That, that's. Yeah, that's fire. Um, that's yeah. yep. Um, I don't know what else is there. I think they have they have a good they have nice. But I do notice they have in Canada. They don't have in the states is the the chocolate milk like chocolate bar stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like a yeah. rolly drink or like a you yeah. know um, 
like a crispy yeah, yeah. crunch drink. One of those, those types of drinks. Cr- those, crispy crunch, like drink of. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so they don't have those in the states and those spots. So those definitely, like, yeah, for sure. I actually had me one like the other day. I really but the problem with the white cheddar is just like gets all over your fingers, man. Oh, you like so, go touch the remote, and you're like, damn. <laughs> ends up no, everywhere. It's, a, it's like a murder scene, man. It's <laughs> a commitment. You try to eat those, take one bite, you're in it. You're in it to win it. For real. I believe the kids that I coach would say on God, they would say on God to that. Yeah. Right. Not cap. They'd say on God. All right. <laughs> Two more and we'll get you on your way, man. Okay. You got it. You can take anybody you want. It's your choice. Best seat in the house for a concert. The artist can be <clears throat> dead or alive. Doesn't matter. Who are we going to see? Ooh, that's tough. Just one. You give us a couple. Let us know more about you. Okay. Different genre. I'm a big music guy. Yeah. Um, Bob Marley for sure. Live concert, that'd be crazy. Oh, yeah. That'd be nuts. Outside, preferably, that'd be crazy. Um, Michael Jackson, obvious choice. That'd be his best, the best, uh, you know. Many people have had <clears throat> classic MJ, and what a show that would be. Oh, I, think, I, think, I think Tupac would be great for me. Personally, oh, man. The, the energy, you know, the, the quality of songs, I mean, the, you know, the relatability, like he, that'd be like a, that'd be a concert. That'd be a, that'd be a moment for sure. What a list. Yeah. Those would be my three, my three ideal concerts. Picked all I dead people, man. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see the ones that laugh, hopefully. What does that say about the <laughs> music <laughs> you listen to now? <laughs> Music oh, yeah. scene I'm, today. I'm definitely, definitely back in the day. I'll, I'll, oh, sorry, I lit outside of crazy. Probably hear that, but uh, oh, um, <laughs> but no, I, I I I listen to a lot of old music, older music for sure. Old soul, yeah, definitely old soul. I would say that people would pick have picked up on that by now, man. Definitely <laughs> old soul. That's a good thing. I'm not. That's not a knock. That's 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 respect. All right, man. Thank you. We would like to just say thanks for a great episode, but um, is there someone out there? You know, you and I have gone back and forth. You've been working through your journey. We've been in the weeds waiting patiently to get you on and let you share your story. And it's been a pleasure to get you know a little bit more. But is there anybody you out there that think has a good story that will be good on a hoops journey? But you got to help us kind of make the connect, you know, you're the plug. Yeah. They don't have to be Canadian either. They don't have to be Canadian. It's true. And um, well, I did just work out with Noah Kirkwood. He just spent a he just spent a year in the G League. Not sure if you guys had him on there. Um, no. I think he'd be cool too. Because just hearing him talk today, um, it was cool to just see a different different route to you know get to the and the G League. And it'd be cool to see his story, hear his story. I think that'd be that'd be uh, cool. I could try to I'm gonna work out with him this week, so um, some more, so I, I can ask him. All right, down. man. Yeah, yeah it's not for sure. everybody. Not everybody likes the the podcast platform, you know, I mean, one time and trying to get organized, but two, it's just like, but if he's up for it, let's do it. Yeah, no doubt. No, I'll definitely ask him. Sounds good. Any last thoughts, reflections, man? Thank you so much. We wish you continued <clears throat> success. You know, hope the the world games there, whatever, uh, they go really well in August, travel safe and I hope you play well. And then wherever basketball takes you, man, can, you know, much love from us at the show and uh, we'll be watching, man. And it was great to sort of, a guy who's like, you've been so all over the place. I think there's so many players in, in Canada, especially, which is, you know, we're Canadian most, but 
kind of maybe not get lost. So it's nice to just reconnect and bring you back to the forefront and sort of ha- have people hear your story. And we hope that you get a great turnout for your showcase and everything, which is a very cool thing for the community of Ottawa. So last thoughts or anything before you go? Oh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, you know, um, look out for me in the summer, summer showcase. Um, try to come and support if you're in Ottawa. Even if you're not in Ottawa, you know, all donations are going back to these teams to help grow the game and push the game forward. So that's pretty much it. Um, and then, you know, everybody just be well. Pay it forward, man. It's it, uh, it's good for your own soul and it's good for other people when you can look out and do things for them. So much respect, man. I mean, um, the things we wait for end up usually being really good and this was super fun, man. So it was nice to connect and um, get us that link. We'll help you promote your camp and, uh, and continued success for you and your family. Well, dude, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. And we'll see you on the next episode.